0: Hi everyone, welcome to Fire Talk, where we give you the latest news updates on Southeastern University athletics. I'm Ken Engel, president of Southeastern University, and joining me, as always, is our athletics director, Drew Watson. How you been? Yeah, uh, what'd you do over the holiday? Well, went to North Georgia with,
1: at the at the in-laws' house in Winder, Georgia. So ah. that was that was fun. Went to a Colts Falcons game. Oh, nice! Uh, up at Mercedes Benz. So that was good. How was your Christmas?
0: Yeah, it was great. Uh, spent some time in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, my wife's family there, and uh, yeah, we had a great time there. And then, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I went, I went to a few, I went to a couple of magic games over the break. and yeah. got to catch them, and yeah, I had a lot of fun.
1: So Scottsdale, which that would mean you, you had some in and out.
0: Oh yeah, that's I mean, Three actually one day? of the priorities once you get off the plane. Got to drive right over and get you yeah. a double double, <laughs> animal style. <laughs> <That's>
1: a- <laughs> you are an In and Out, uh, In and Out uh, connoisseur. Oh yeah, and,
0: and you know I'm holding out that someday we're going to bring In and Out to the campus. Yes, here that would be. Wouldn't amazing. that be great? Yes. Yes, enrollment would double just overnight. I think double, double. <laughs> 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 uh, well, well, we'll speaking, see what speaking of
1: Christmas, uh, I know it's January uh, 9th today, but uh, oh my gosh,
0: look at this! We
1: have, wow. a, we know that you love fire gear. I so do, I do. This is great. There's a zip, full zip hoodie for you oh, to wear nice. to the basketball game. So when you leave Excellent. at halftime, you look good. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's only because I get so upset with everything. I have to leave before I... uh... I'll have to tell Brian about that later. Oh, this is great. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Very welcome. This is awesome. Yeah, so uh, we're kicking into gear for uh, spring athletics, and uh, we're excited about what's what's ahead. Yeah, back to campus. Um, So speaking of winter sports today, we welcome Brian Neal, who uh, is our head women's basketball coach, who is in his first season here at Southeastern University. Welcome, Brian. Uh, you're coming from
2: Kentucky. How's the Florida weather treating you these days? Well, I was under the impression that it was always sunny here, which it is not. But, <laughs> no. the, but the warmth is very nice. So yeah, it's been very nice.
0: Yeah, well, man, it's so good to have you with us and love what you're doing already with uh, the women's team. Tell us a little bit about where you're from, your family. What brought you to SEU.
2: Yeah, it was funny. I wasn't really even looking for work. Um, and it's funny how opportunities sometimes just fall in your lap when you're not. Those doors open. And um, But I'm from northern Kentucky originally, right across the river from Cincinnati. And my wife Amy and I have four children. Uh, two of them are grown out of, out of college, spreading their wings, making their yeah. way. I have another one who's a freshman at Xavier in Cincinnati. And I have a, a son who is uh, a junior this year and will be a senior next year. And uh, so it's an interesting situation, um, my wife works for Delta, so I, I do a oh. lot of it. So we have that luxury. So that's how this was possible, that we could go back and forth and, and do our things. And she's she is the backbone of the family. Um, she's the one that's held all together. She's the one that lets me do the fun stuff of having a coaching career and all that kind of stuff. So it's that, that's how it all works out. And she, she carries me and, and all of us in so many ways.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, you know Delta is the official airline for Southeastern University.
2: So. <laughs> I know it is for me. <laughs> so, Pretty much. It really is. Well,
0: it's
1: what's interesting, you say you weren't looking for work, you know, and I've told you the other side of this. You know, we're we're looking for a coach, you know, and I you know, and I'm thinking the best place to find a great coach is in Sioux City mm-hmm. in March. Mm-hmm. And so even though we yeah. weren't we weren't there as a as a program last year, uh, I went to Sioux City uh just to just to kind of talk to people, and and you know if you remember one in in your game, so you were at Thomas Moore mm-hmm. as an assistant in your game, there was a there was a roof leak, right, right, yep, and so they they delayed the game. It was delayed probably an hour and a half. or Easy, so. easy. And so during the break, I I went down to the to the court and I was talking to people, and I'm talking to the Cumberland's Kentucky head coach and their AD, and uh, and they said I've, and I and I told them why I was there. Well, your team's not here. What are you doing here? I just love Sioux City, yeah, you know, in mid March. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know? um, but but they said, "Have you looked at Brian Neal?" And I said, "Who's Brian Neal?" And they and that was when they explained he was working for Thomas Moore and you know had a great career in, as a head coach and and so we started to talk. Uh, we talked. I believe I was in the in the airport in Kansas City uh, a couple of days later and had our initial conversation and it, and it led to him being hired. So, wow. you know, it was really neat uh, to to head out there with a purpose, you know, prayer, prayerful purpose, yeah. you know, help us to find a coach and, and then, uh, you know, I don't know if it weren't for the roof leak that I would have talked to Chris. Wow. And, and, and uh, you know, and so that's, that's really cool how things work out. Yeah.
0: So you've been here now, what's been your favorite thing about being a part of the SU community? Uh,
2: you know, I think that's, it's, to me it's easy. Um, the, the positive vibe of the student body here it, it just and I've worked at multiple institutions of different sizes and levels and, it, you know, I I don't walk across campus looking at young people shaking my head like oh my <laughs> gosh what do we got ourselves into you just it makes you feel like man our future our we're we're putting yeah. out good people yeah. for this country good citizens you know yeah. and so that positive vibe and uh, that and and the other thing that really has stood out to me is from the the day I got started getting to know the staff Drew and his staff but then the um, the other coaches on staff and and you, they're so talented but. They've all been willing to take time out of there to, to, to reach out to me, to help me through different processes. Because uh, I really haven't been in the NEIA a lot or the different conferences, and they've just gone out of their way to make me feel comfortable and help me. And look, Coach Lee in particular. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm working for him. You know, when he's telling <laughs> hey, have you done this for him? Have you done that? So, you know, people have been great. And so those, those kind of uh, people things, are that's awesome.
0: That's great.
1: Now, you that's come great. into the season with a lot of lot of experience. Over 10 years of Division One. 30 years of coaching experience. I hate to make you feel old here, but 30 years of coaching experience. Uh, what in your experience do you think is going to best help you as you look to return fire women's basketball to the national stage?
2: It sure does make me feel like I'm in the older coaching bucket there with that <laughs> quote, when you hear those numbers. Um, you know, it, it's funny. When, when you first start out as a coach, probably maybe in any field, but as a coach, I, I think so many of us – you're trying to uh, make your prove yourself, right? Yeah. You're trying to, um, and so you you got all these external pressures, and sometimes you, you you don't always communicate the wish you the way you would, and you just feel this weight. And then, and then I think you finally figure out who you are. And like right now, like I'm not trying to impress anybody right. with the, with what I know or whatever. And I, that freedom, it, it it's allowed me to I think become a better teacher. Um, to be a little bit more patient, not real patient, but a little bit more patient. And it's, it allows me to kind of let my guard down to build um, relationships with the players. Yeah. And our players, that's easier to do than some people in my past maybe. But um, I, I think that experience factor is, it's just allowed me to be more comfortable and not take everything, you know, life or death.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. And I'll say, you know, you, you hosted my brother-in-law's team uh, for a practice uh, last week, and and I I want to tell you this, and and it's got to be the way that you, you know, manage a team and your relationship with the girls. But, you know, sometimes you've got players at the college level who are like, oh, there's a high school team in here, and, you know, I got to get to whatever I'm doing. They were impressed. The girls were impressed. The high school girls because, a number of your players came over mm-hmm. and and interacted with them, asked them how they were doing. They had one kid who had just blown out her ACL. And I think you've got two girls in your team that have, have had similar mm-hmm. injuries in the past. Came over, oh, you're in the club now. And, you know, just they felt so at home. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to thank you for that. But that it's that, as you're saying, you're not, you're not out to prove anything. So, hey, come on in and watch the practice. You know, would would love to have you. You know, and you set out chairs for them and everything. So I, I really appreciate that. But it, I thought about that when you're talking about just, you know, it's a different – when you've been around 30 years in this business, it's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a there's not an insecurity about it like mm-hmm. you you know the mistakes you've made you know you're going to make some more and you're you're comfortable with who you are so i appreciate that about you thank you
0: yeah now just the past few years you've been serving as um uh an assistant coach how does it feel to be back in the head coach seat
2: it's uh it, i have to be honest you, you never really once you're head coach you never think you stop thinking like that yeah um probably like a president or an ad or something like that but it's a. Uh, uh, it was more of an adjustment than I anticipated because the last few years I have been an assistant, and it, I, I should say everybody, but I think most assistants think they're the smartest coach in the room. Right. You right. got all the answers yeah. when you're the assistant, and then when you <laughs> stand when you stand up, you're like, oh. And it's so uh, it really took me. Um, I, I'm guessing three or four weeks of games before, and and there's still some things we're trying to work through. But where I felt like the, it's amazing how fast the game is. Yeah. And decisions, and had a couple, you know brain farts in the, uh, <laughs> in the big, beginning of the year. But yeah, so I, uh, so that has been an adjustment, but I, I will tell you, you know, I've, I've been blessed with, um, Miriam Hartzler, our, uh, assistant coach and my GA Reggie Leinster. They both got SEU experience. So they've been to take a lot of weight off my, yeah. uh, shoulders with a lot of the paperwork and, and, and figuring things out as far as SEU goes. And they're, they're great relating with the girls. So, um, yeah, so th- th- they've been a huge help with that.
1: Well, you've had a lot of moving parts this season. You've got new players. You've got two players returning to the game. You've had a few injuries here and there. How have you navigated this, and you know, how do you think it affects the team overall?
2: Well, we certainly had our fair share of uh, illness and injuries. We had uh, two young ladies who were out with significant. I missed seven, eight games, mm-hmm. th- didn't practice. And so that, that, that's good in the fact that we got a couple young players some.
0: Minutes, of experience
2: yeah. that never feels good, and you're you're never going to be as successful as you want to be when you're playing multiple freshmen, big minutes. But um, once the other players started coming back, and we started getting our rotation, you, you could just see it. And we had a we had a special meeting a few weeks ago where we that helped, sp- helped um boost us as far as. But once we got everybody back, we you could see the steps we were taking, and um, we. Beat a couple of solid teams that gave us some confidence, so we had some real, some real momentum. Now that kind of got popped the other day, um, yeah. our momentum. So now we're back to dealing with a little bit of adversity, but yeah. you know I, I, I'm sure our young ladies will bounce back.
1: Well, special's got a lot of different potential definitions. You know, when you say special meeting, is that was that a team meeting? Was that a a coach speak to the players meeting? I mean, what?
2: Um, that was a meeting where I felt like we were not progressing mentally. Okay. Uh, we, we had had we had started out with a lot of enthusiasm The the players were really trying to learn and we were we're getting And then we got to a, about a three-week law and It you know, and I was trying to keep my Self together, but there came a point when I, I really expressed some frustration with them hmm. um, I think I dropped my clipboard a couple of times in practice and I was really trying to get under their skin and I have a a real good I can do that. I can get under people's skin, especially 20-year-old basketball players. And so uh, so we lined them up the next day in attention. I, and it was funny. I walked. They don't, I don't know if the players even know this, but uh, Rebecca was sitting. The, the trainer was sitting at the table. And we had our huddle, and I just marched out. And I walked over to Rebecca, and I said – and I was laughing, but everybody's – I said, that ought to get them going. And so then we had a heart-to-heart the next day. And uh, they they got to say their piece. I got to say my piece. And so it's been uh, it's been really good since then.
1: That's great. Yeah. Sounds like there's really good communication
2: yeah. between you and the team. Yeah.
0: Now the team was preseason ranked number one in the Sun Conference. How's that impacted the team?
2: Well, um, in a lot of ways, I thought that was unfair for um, the players because they, to be quite honest, we didn't earn that. You know, and I, I mean, even from last year's team, they weren't the best team in the conference last year. Yeah. So. Um, I I don't know if they were just trying to put a sure bulletin material for us or you know put a <laughs> uh, that's the way it kind of felt but I was like but then I was like you know um, preseason rankings mean nothing yep. right so that was that was a factor for about one huddle I mentioned it and then that's the last time it ever came up so w- what we try to do is keep our focus on you know what we can do today to make sure we're where we want to be yeah. at the end of the year. Yeah.
1: You played a tough schedule, teams nine and five so far. You played number 14 Loyola, went up to the, the Tigers' den yep. uh, to Campbellsville, number one Campbellsville. Um, more recently, you, you referenced it before, you have some adversity here, mm-hmm. lost to Ave Maria in your conference opener 66 55. I'm sorry, 53. Uh, how, do you, how do you take that kind of adversity? and turn it into something positive as we move forward.
2: Well, that game, and, and I'll tell you, and I, I mentioned to you earlier, Ave's a really good team. Yeah. Th- they've added a couple of Division One transfers. They've got a lot of pieces, and they are playing with a lot of confidence. Yeah. So I knew that was going to be a challenge, especially you know going on the road and stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, we didn't handle that. They kind of preferably smacked us in the face to start the game, and we, we didn't handle that very well. But, you know, it's more fun when you learn from wins. But when that, yeah. when that scab's ripped off and you yeah. have to learn from when it's raw. So um, I'm pretty confident that our, our players will bounce back and as a team. I think we'll be fine moving forward. But, yeah, that was, a, that was not a good day for us.
1: I always, I always felt when I coached that, that I'd rather lose a game close than win a game close. When you, come, when, you, when you look at it from a what will the players learn from this standpoint. Because when you win by two, win by three in a tough fought. They're like, oh, we won. You know, skip along. You know, let's. Work. When's the next game? When you lose, it's a little bit more impactful. It's like, man, what did we do wrong? But it's like it, it could be two points. Two points changes your whole perspective. Now, as you said, it's more fun to win yep. and learn. But, but it's amazing the perspective, the the voice that you may have in the room after a loss that you you could say the same thing mm-hmm. after you just hit a hit a shot at the end to win by one. But it's just not taken the same.
2: Yeah. So oh, it's th- it's a fascinating. Game. Is, it's amazing the difference in one point. Yeah. And, and and how everybody feels. Yep. And but but, you know, that may be stereotypically, but you've coached women before, but you you know how important confidence is. Yes. And so when you when you have those, you've, you've got to address things, but you've got to make sure their confidence stays at yes. a certain level. Yep. Otherwise, it kind of spreads. Yep. Yeah.
0: Now, moving forward in conference play, actually tonight you you uh, play Kaiser. So how are you preparing for that? What are they? Where are they?
2: And Kaiser's having a pretty nice year. They they started off, uh, they had a, a tough start, but they're nine and six. They've won three in a row. They are a high scoring team. They're, they're averaging eighty three points a game. The last time I looked, they're that eighteenth highest in the country as far as scoring goes. Mm. They shoot and they make twenty one free throws a game. Wow. So I'm not growing any hair back. And when I watch, all, all I do is when I watch my video. <laughs> They just keep shooting free throws, and so I, I've got a list of clips of in the next few minutes. We're going to go watch and dribble you, penetration. It just quit, stop fouling, but we've we've got a, you know, we're not we're not a team that's built um, to score eighty something points, um, so we need to get this game in the low seventies, high sixties, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're probably in the top twenty and points allow defense. Yeah. So it's you know two total different styles, and so it'll be interesting how watch. that goes. Yeah. yeah.
1: So on Saturday we face Weber. And of course, now this conference schedule kicks in. We're Wednesday, Saturday from here on out in conference play. How does the Weber game look? I know you're you're focused on tonight, but you know how's the Weber game look? Looking down the road, how do you prepare the team for the conference schedule? The Wednesday, Saturday every week.
2: Well, I'm a firm believer. Wednesday, Saturday. I think it's best for the student, and the athletic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they they actually get a they they can recover on a Sunday. They sometimes they even get a Saturday evening off, so they right. they can get away. And I also think it's it's best for coaches. To give them a chance to prepare and, and and keep everything organized. So for me, it's great. We you know we've we've had a few weeks here where we would just had one game a week, and it, w- it was hard to keep your your, yeah. your, mo- your mojo going. So I'm looking forward to getting this um, getting into this two game swing. And it, it kind of becomes becomes like Groundhog's Day where you watch video, you scout, you practice, you eat, you go travel, and then it just keeps repeating. Sometimes you walk yeah. in you walk in the gym like, did we ever leave here? But that's you know so that's my job as a coach. Our staff is. To find ways to keep it to shorten it, to keep it lively, to keep the players interested, you know, keep all that energy going.
1: Well, you bring up a good point. You reference you reference the time off, but you also said get away. You know, because it's everybody thinks about the physical rest involved in in a basketball schedule, but it's really about just mental rest as well. I used to tell the kids like, hey, on Christmas break, get away from me. Don't get away from the game. Still work out. You know, get, keep yourself in shape, but, but you bring up a really good point in that we, we've got to think about student-athletes' holistic health, not just, hey, how long has it been since they were on the practice floor? You know, that, that, you know what, are, what opportunities are we giving them to go home, to get a break, to see their family? And so that's, that's really important. I'm glad you mentioned that.
2: Well, you, you talk about that when from a standpoint of uni- basketball is a unique challenge yeah. where it overlaps the seasons, and they get a Christmas break, but it's five or six days, right? right. So where the other, the average student is going home for a month, and so they don't get that right. extended break. Um, so it, it, it is a mental challenge I'm very much aware of. Mm-hmm. And we try, you know, as much as I used to push in my old days, I, uh, I worked for a, a lady, one of the best coaches ever, named Nancy Winstall at NKU. And even as tough as she was, she would give them an extra day, even if things weren't going well. And I, I was often surprised, but it struck me that anytime she gave them two days off in February, that they would bounce back and be better. Hmm. So just little things like that that you can pick up yeah, from other people. Good.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us today and grateful you're at SCU and, and yeah. leading our uh, our ladies. And and uh, the best to you as you uh, finish out the season and in, in conference play and uh, no great great days ahead.
2: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Good luck tonight. Thank you.
0: Better Homes and Gardens, real estate, fine living is located in Celebration, Florida with a branch office located right here in Lakeland, Florida. If you're looking for a single family home, new construction, resale, townhome, condo, luxury home, you name it, they can help you. Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate is a company based on values with a focus on lifestyle and community. Download the Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate Living app to take your search on the go and access your saved homes and searches from anywhere. All right, Drew, let's talk about men's basketball now. The guys are currently 8-6 and six on the season, dropping their first conference game last Saturday to Ave Maria, 101-93. to 93. Ave Maria can shoot the ball uh,
1: they were here for a pre uh, uh, early season tournament over the furnace and I was just it just unbelievable how they shoot and they and they hit they hit a a, a boatload of threes in the first half in that game and we were down big uh, but the defense uh, uh, cranked up a little bit I think they only hit three threes in the second half and uh, we really had a chance in the last minute there to, to steal that one down there but just couldn't get it done uh, you know so you know, frustrated with the loss, but, you know, seeing the guys have that kind of that kind of fight in them is really, really encouraging.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and the fire are, are going to play. The men are going to play tonight at home against Kaiser following the women's game. Mm-hmm. So uh, how's that matchup going to be?
1: Well, Kaiser's off to a great start. They're 10 and 3, 1-0 and 0 in, sun, in the sun this year. Uh, you know, so so they're they're doing well so far.
0: Yeah, and then what about Saturday? What's uh, what's next? Uh,
1: Saturday, our men face Weber, just okay. like the women do. Um, you know, so it's another doubleheader. So we're looking forward to to. Uh, it's it's always a great atmosphere.
0: Oh yeah, you know we got the doubleheaders coming up. Yeah, and and how and and how are they doing again? Well,
1: they're twelve and three. Okay. Uh, they're zero and one on the sun. They were the team the Kaiser beat on Saturday okay. in the conference opener, 80, okay. 86-81. And what we found, and and the and I, I could have mentioned this to Brian, but the women's side is getting better. It used to be five, six years ago, you had one team uh, at the top, and everybody else, you know, was kind of fighting for second through through six for playoffs. Women's basketball in this conference is really picking up, and and the men's side has been that for years. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have you could have a team at in eighth place who won one game, and they're going to beat the beat the number one team. On any given night, so it's really fun to watch Sun Conference basketball. This week will be no different. Kaiser tonight, Weber on Saturday.
0: And we seem pretty evenly matched for Weber, right?
1: Yeah, and 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 they, you know, Weber's characteristic. I think, you know, for whatever reason, across the board, they're they're gritty. I mean, they they play hard, and yep. it doesn't it doesn't matter if they're fifteen and zero or zero and fifteen. You get the same effort out of them. So, you know, I think we've got a we've got a D up. Uh, we've, got to, we've got to shoot the ball well, and we've got to play good on the defensive end, and I think we got a shot at both these games.
0: All right, let's uh, move to wrestling. Our amazing team, the team traveled to Cedar Falls, Iowa, for the NCAA team duels, where they faced four teams in total. On Friday, they beat Marion University 32-9. to Later on Friday, they defeated Southern Oregon University 20-16. to So
1: those two wins uh, got the team into the finals, uh, the final four of that tournament. Uh, unfortunately, we lost to Life and Menlo, lost to Life in the semi, then Menlo for, for, for third place, uh, two really tough teams. Uh, but the, the team finished fourth in that tournament, which matches the best finish in program history, you know, so this team continues to, to grow and evolve. I mean, it's a young team. We graduate a lot of, as we've talked about, a lot yeah. of uh, older, uh, more experienced wrestlers. And so it's really good to see them competing uh, at that top level.
0: Yeah, and when you see them competing at that level, what were some of the highlights from that day? Against Marion,
1: Peter DeBrockney and Sal Silva started the, the momentum our way with technical falls to take a 10-9 lead. Uh, Trace Braun made quick work of his opponent uh, in a pin with just 21 seconds to fire up the bench. Um you know, you've been to a wrestling match. I mean, oh, yeah. you got a pin in 21 seconds. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. people are going nuts. No time to get the pillow. I mean, as, <laughs> exactly, as, we, yes. as we heard from the life coach, I mean, uh, he talks about uh, getting a people a pillow. <laughs> uh, against Southern Oregon, which, by the way, is is Coach Patrick's alma mater. Ah. Uh, so we, he was able to beat his alma mater, which had to feel good. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Voyles got the fire on the board with a 5 2 decision. And then top-ranked Evan Potter uh, with a 5-2 vision. And top-ranked Evan Potter answered for the Raiders. Then uh, Geller won 13-9 over number 5 Alex Hernandez at 174.
0: Wow. Sounds like some great performances were put on by the fire.
1: Yeah, we'll travel to uh, Kaiser next Friday uh, for our match down there in West Palm.
0: Excellent. Well, Drew, that's the wrap for today. Thanks to everyone for joining us as we close the show. I want to let you know that Fire Talk will be moving to a new time starting next week. The show will air at 2.45 p.m. each week. Um, Yeah. Just a reminder, come out to the home
1: men's and women's basketball games tonight against Kaiser at 5.30 and 7.30. And then Saturday, 5 and 7 p.m. against Weber.
0: And make sure you visit scufire.com for the latest news in Fire Athletics. You can find the event calendar there as well as a link to watch all of our games. Good luck to all of our teams this week. Thanks for joining us, everyone.
1: Go Fire. Go Fire.